I was sort of grappling with this friction that I was feeling about being the only person on stage because it was a solo work, the only body that was being viewed from the witness. And so I was using this mylar material as a way to sort of expose and, and cover and talk about these ideas that I was questioning in terms of um, self-reflection, self-worth, um, sort of the narcissism and desire that comes from wanting to be wanted by someone. New York-based choreographer Ariel Lembeck's recent work, Brilliant You, is a departure from her past pieces. That's in part because it doesn't feature any physical dancing. Welcome to Unsequenced, a podcast about the choreographic process. I'm Stephanie Wolf. On today's episode, we hear from Lembeck about her outdoor installation, Brilliant You, which premiered in the backyard of Triskelion Arts in Brooklyn in September of 2021. Lembeck is a dance artist and choreographer based in Brooklyn, New York. Her work is rooted in creating experimental performance through the use of video and tactile materials. The artist has described Brilliant You as, quote, a vibrant knowledge system that teaches and exchanges with the viewer, and a site for accessing personal consciousness and reflection. In the work, she experiments with interactive scores and works with mylar. That's the shiny material that balloons and packaging are made of. She also takes her body completely out of the equation. Contributor Trina Menino spoke to Lembeck after checking out her installation. So I'm entering the space and there is what looks like tinfoil kind of artfully taped to the concrete. Ariel Lembeck does something that may seem counterintuitive for a choreographer. In her piece, Brilliant You, there are no traditional performers or live dancing. So Brilliant You kind of is a sort of reinterrogation um, abstraction of this solo work that I was developing pre-pandemic that I had planned to share at Triskelion Arts um, in April of 2020, which didn't happen because of COVID. And I was using Mylar paper as a collaborator, I was really seeing it as a collaborator within my work, this sort of very mirror-like reflective material. And when the pandemic hit, I, like so many people, was just feeling very lost and not knowing like who I really was as an artist, as the performing arts were ceasing to exist. It was dark. It was just dark. It was like, there was a lot of sort of unknowing and um, really questioning about what that life was going to look like if it was ever going to come back. I was also really craving like something tangible, like something I could touch, something that I could make and put down and still see that it existed, which felt very contrary to sort of the fleetingness of performance, which is beautiful in and of itself, but you experience and then it's over and it ceases to exist. 
Lundbeck experimented with different ways to display and interact with mylar in her research phase. At one point, she tried sewing two pieces of mylar together. She used dental floss to create the 10-foot sheet. It covered one of Triscallion's outdoor brick walls. And one time I'd gotten there and it had fallen off the building and was like trailing down the street. And I was like, oh no, my mylar, like come back. And so then I was like, oh, what if I cut it up a little bit? What if I make it a little less rigid and sort of bring some sort of fluidity into it so it can move within the elements that it's living in? The outdoor installation features three scores made out of the shiny silver material. The written out scores are displayed by each element in the work. One score invites audience members to draw or write on a bunch of squares of mylar. Viewers can respond to one or both questions. The first asks, why are you here? And the other says, look directly into one of the mylar squares. Hone your focus. What reflects back at you? Trace what you see. In the second score, a long sheet of the metallic material hangs on another wall. It's cut up like birthday streamers. Its score instructs people to stand against the wall with their eyes closed and let the strips of mylar cascade over them. A sound score by composer Charlotte Stickles drifts in and out. that Charlotte did an amazing job sort of helping to sort of hold the space and create this world. The world that we were sort of developing was really this sort of like play of like reflection. So a lot of the sounds were found sounds that we made through working with the mylar material, um, outdoor sounds. Um, There was bells that I tied onto a part of the installation and there was some of that sound within it. One of Lembeck's favorite parts of the installation is the third score. It takes place in a triangle-shaped area full of mylar prisms that look like tinfoil origami. Participants can step on or lay in the sea of material. It really feels sort of like a pool or a pit. And I lined that whole triangle area with mylar that I had been using in my solo Um, work that I was creating and it gotten extremely like crackled and had this like really rich sort of like sonic sound to it when you stepped on it sort of like crunching leaves and so I lined the whole triangle with that paper I was really playing and sort of like challenging myself to leave the scores open enough that it felt inviting for people to engage with them to not engage with them to not be intimidated by them to maybe make themselves say, "Mm, I don't know exactly what that means, but I'm going to do it this way. And I felt like that was such like a playful part of the installation. Lembeck saw the height of the pandemic and the 2020 racial justice uprising as unique opportunities to think about what motivates her to create. It felt like the right moment to step out of her work, to reflect, and give space to other people. She asked herself, am I showing and sharing just because I want to, because I feel like I want to 
be seen or like what is the meat of it like why am I doing it and what am I saying through it there is this idea of like community and usness and um the sharing of one another as opposed to sharing of the individual because community feels so prevalent and rich and like our only way out I was really sort of reflecting about how this has been a really long journey for me with the solo that I was making and then into this installation and how sort of like duration and time has really allowed me to sort of get deep with these materials. Like I've built relationship with these materials. That time has been like so rich and fruitful and feel like that has really sort of given me a deeper understanding about my process and how time helps to sort of enrich in my exploration and my research. Lambeck always performed in her own dances, up until Brilliant You. She says it was a new experience to watch other people observe her work. It was really exciting and also nerve-wracking and also sort of just this I think sort of tension because I wanted to see what people were doing, but I also wanted to give people space and freedom to do what they wanted without feeling like someone was watching them and someone more specifically like the maker of the installation. So to be honest, like I didn't spend that much time in the installation, like observing what people were doing because I felt like As someone that comes from performing and my work has mostly been performance, I felt like there would maybe be some expectation that people would have either that I was going to perform in some way or that they needed to behave in some way that would please me or that would be like the right way in which the scores had asked them to experience. I think I was just like elated and happy that the scores were connecting with people in such a way that they felt like they could try, whether it was like exactly what the score had said or not. Just the um, permission to try and experience and touch. I was so happy to see that that was happening, that people felt free and had the permission to do so. Choreographer Arielle Lembeck speaking about her 2021 work, Brilliant You. Unsequenced is edited and mixed by me, Stephanie Wolf. Trina Menino produced this episode. And Joe Kai composed our theme music. That's it for season four of Unsequenced. We're going to take a break to focus on some other projects. But if you'd like to keep supporting this podcast and other future works, 
become a Patreon subscriber at patreon.com slash DIY dancer. Find Unsequenced wherever you get your podcast. And as always, thanks for listening.